The Everything Sequel Podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is a wrap-up edition. My name is Michael Schantz. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, the wrap-up man himself, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Give it to him, Tom. I saw Brideshead revisited three times. It's <laughs> a line from Three Three Men and a Little Baby. Okay. Little lady. Lady. Not a little baby. <laughs> that was my guess. Little, three men and a little baby. <laughs> what a redundant little. <laughs> three you know, men we really, a... we really love the script, but I've got one note. I think the title, you could cut one word. <laughs> well, you are called Spock, so I assume you're an expert on children. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we, we quite miraculously discovered four new 1990 single <laughs> sequels. And this is our inversion point where we got to talk about how good they are, how bad they are, and rank them. Now, Tom, what do you want to do? Do you want to rank them just against each other? I I don't want to. And the originals? Or. You what? I don't want to do this, so. At all? (laughs) No. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been putting this off. <laughs> I've never, I've never, and I guess this is true with the first half of the of our coverage as well. I've never known a set of movies that was so on the line between good and bad. Mm. Like I, you know, you're right. You're like absolutely right. The, yeah, a couple of these. I feel like uh, I know, and then, but they're not too far in either direction, either way. Nope, you're right. So, and I'm, I'm, you know, it's a period of cinema that I'm so attached to that I'm afraid to, that any judgment I make within, <laughs> <laughs> within it will be uh, informed by comfort and nostalgia and not. Uh, Those things are okay. Stuff. Uh, to an extent, yeah, but come on, I don't know if I if I saw three men and a little lady now for the first time, I don't not think I'd think much of it. I don't know. I hadn't seen that. Well, in I a saw while. the rescuers. I had no nostalgic attachment to the rescuers down under, and yeah, and from the last episode of, I think you can tell I'm quite fond of it. So I think. Part of my problem is, is that I went into basically, I'm going to say all four of these movies expecting one thing to happen and having a more delightful surprise end up happening, (laughs) which raises them all in my esteem. But I have Mm. to, you know, I, I really do have to take a good whole hard, cold look at, at, are they really good? And it helps that we can re-rank them as well, I think. Yes. Because we got we can get some context, at least. We don't have to just judge them against each other. Um, but should we do both? Should we rank them against just each other and then draw the other four in? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. I, I've no, There's no precedent for this. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Our failure is... <laughs> and we've come full circle as well because when we when we started the 1990 single sequels, we we introduced a whole new format to the podcast. Yes, right. So I'm not saying we'll <laughs> stick with this, but this is also uncharted territory. True. So we're doing it on the fly again. It cannot be denied. Um, but I, even if those surprises weren't necessarily present, they were all surprising to me. Yeah. I went in expecting one thing and I got another. Yeah, uh, me too. Every time. <laughs> Which yeah. 
And I and you know, and some of them, that, like at least a couple of them, I was so sure of what I was going to see, hmm. and got something so far from what I thought I was going to see. And cinema does that to me less and less. It's very hard now for a movie to surprise me. Yeah, right. A new a new movie to surprise me. I feel like I I know where it's going. Pretty quickly, mm-hmm. pretty soon into the film, so. That's definitely a, a a plus. Can't can't disagree. Mm. All right, we need to rank. We have to declare. Are we mm. pitching on one of these? You, it's it's a stick or twist situation. You want to stick with your original nineteen ninety <laughs> single sequel pitch, which, as I remember, was the same movie for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> A third installment of the Gremlin series. Yeah. Which both involved... Uh, the, the, um, uh, what's his name? Becoming president. That's right. I don't know. Uh, now, now we're out of the fog of the of the Trump presidency. We might want to... Right. I have a couple of thumbnails, but nothing nothing too developed. Yeah, so me too. We'll I've, I've got... I kind of worked out a sketch of one idea. Okay. So maybe yeah, we I guess, can. Oh, okay, I guess we. I guess we'll bounce. We'll bounce off. Some we'll bounce those as well. Yeah. All right, you want to rank it's a first? Roll. It's a. It's a. Everything sequel pick and mix. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, let's rank first. Let's rank okay. these four against just each other. Okay. What? Which of these four films did you think topped the list? <laughs> You're laughing already. I'm laughing already because it's the last film I expected to <laughs> to think this of. All right. I think the most accomplished film is The Rescuers Down Under. I do too. I mean, I <laughs> it's like the least problems of all of these films. Yeah. That's the thing. But can you I mean <laughs> <laughs> There's one key difference, though, which is it's not a movie with people in it. Yes. Well, so, but still. No, it's still a movie. It's a feature But we still, movie, so. I mean, part of what we talked about in that movie is you don't even need faces to make the movie good. So. <laughs> Sold. Rescue is down under it is. Top of my list. Um, Problem with two Jakes, too many faces. <laughs> too, too many faces. So many faces in that movie. <laughs> It's face after face after face. I want, I want, I want to work towards becoming a legitimate reviewer just so I could put that in print. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Too many imagine faces. You were a legitimate film reviewer, but your one hang-up in movie was faces. <laughs> you develop a cult around your people yeah. who just wanted you every week to go. And I mean, there was a face in one scene, and that was up against another Followed face. Followed by there another was even a face, face in the background. <laughs> Avengers Endgame? What? Just a a moving shot of forty three different faces? Get out now, of there's here! There's a lot of buzz about this movie, Gandhi, but let me tell you. Entirely too many faces for my liking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny. I It literally is the last movie that I thought would be at the top of my list. And even now, I feel weird about it. Yeah, I, I do too. But I think that weirdness is, a, again, I t- spoke to a little bit. This is some of my prejudices against animated movies that... Mm-hmm. Whenever I see the see the animated movie, see an animated feature, I go, "Oh God, this is like some of the best filmmaking I've ever seen." So, yeah, exactly. I mean, the it must be a this... cultural thing that makes you treat them less seriously, right? But you actually should be treating them more seriously. Yeah, and we spoke about it at length during the Down Under episode, but because of where it sits in the timeline of Disney films, where it's you know. <laughs> Retro and Nautro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all at the same time. You know, there's more than just an animated movie going on. There's something else to kind of yeah. dig into as a viewer that is interesting. So 
I agree. When you when you add that on top of just a well-made movie, yeah, it didn't. I didn't think it would be the movie at the top of my list. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, that's it. Like what? I know. We're comparing it to like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, but we're also comparing it to the Two Jakes. I know. Yeah, right. Which is a less successful thriller than The Rescuers Down Under. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you're right. No voice all right. Yep. No extraneous storytelling. Right. That's something else we talked about entirely. That movie accomplished everything it needed to and then stopped. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. It, it, it is. So we are, in a way, the more you break it down, the more you realize you're judging it's like for like. Mm-hmm. All right. These next three movies are still tough. I have to keep reminding myself of what they are. <laughs> so, okay. Left on your board, sir, <laughs> okay. is Three Men and a Little Lady, Graffiti yes. Bridge, right, and The Two Jakes. Okay. And to remind you... You have said that the rescue is down under is on the top of all of them. I, so what, that is something that actually is something I'm certain of. Okay. And then it's now it gets a you're little right bloody. because I'm not sure. I I am sure about the rescuers down under, and I didn't think I would be. But mm. my second movie on any given day, I don't. I could change my mm. mind. Go for it. So. I mean, we've already talked about at length in each episode about the problems that each of these movies have. Yes. So, okay. They ha- <laughs> the rescuers had exactly one problem. <laughs> yeah, Carry so, on. Yes. But, so I, for me, it kind of came down to, I mean, still all the regular shit. Like, what's the best movie Okay, it's they're maybe not great movies, but which one did I enjoy the most, and maybe even which one surprised me the most? And for me, it was Three Men and a Little Lady. Well, I was delighted by that movie, and that movie had surprises for me that I did not expect. Hmm. And go back and listen to the episode to you know hear more about that, but. I was really surprised that that movie was as good a watch as it was when I did not think it would be. So I'm on the... And it often isn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) So I was on the three men of the little lady train. And I thought it might... I thought it was going to be at the top of my list, by the way. And then I watched The Rescuers Down Under. (laughs) Well, I guess it would have had to have been at the top of my list, too. Really? Because it's also my number two. Ah. But I can't imagine... Thank heavens for the rescuers down under, because I wouldn't have feel, <laughs> felt entirely comfortable putting it at the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and again, really, I suppose the these three movies are pretty much on the same, on a par for me. Mm-hmm. They both have the same number of strengths and weaknesses, but they're different strengths and weaknesses. Okay, yeah. But Three Men and a Little Lady, in the end, it just came down to it be, you know, it 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 taking advantage of the sequel form a bit better than the other two. Yeah, right. And what it did with aging the characters, aging the characters. We talked about good sequel writing to, quite a bit. To the first I think. movie. Right, and right. He, you know, even even though I dislike most of the second half of the movie, I still begrudgingly respect the the right yeah, of the, the sequel to the second to, half of the movie beneath is... the planet of the like to, to do yeah, the, right. the planet beneath the planet of the apes thing where you just make an entirely different movie. And the second half of the movie is the half of the movie with Fiona Shaw. Well, that that doesn't that's not an excuse for. But it's a for... really fun performance. I mean, come on! It... Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm she not steals the show. That, but yeah, it's, it's like I say, it's just a different movie, which I don't particularly enjoy. But as I say, I will, I'll respect the right of a sequel to, to diverge. All right. In the way that the way that it did. Yeah, that that sequel had a sequel. That I think sequel we mentioned had a sequel, that. Exactly. Yeah, we did. Um. 
and as you said, there's there's a lot of quality in there, mm-hmm. diluted by a lot of nonsense. But sure, definitely. But there are there are poignant scenes. There are funny scenes. Yeah. There, you know, there's good character. Yeah, they work. even there's make a lot of great acting going on. So they even oh. have poignancy and faces. So <laughs> yes, they imagine they imagine to make faces work in that movie. <laughs> they One find of the faces a way. Has a mustache as well. I mean, <laughs> One of the most powerful mean? mustaches in Hollywood. <laughs> it is, in the words of Frank Drebin, awfully big mustache. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. All right. Now, is it a struggle on these last two films for you? What do you put third? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you've got a a middle-of-the-road kind of noir film, and then a crazy film. Yes, exactly. That's the struggle, right? Right. Which, which, do, you, which do you value more? Yeah. The, the right to sort of go out on a limb or the right to play it safe? I know which way do, I'm leaning. Do you know? I... Do you, do you know? Because feel free to say, I'm going to need some time. Well, I kind of want to put you under the gun, though. So I'm leaning one way, but I, it's, you know, uh, that's, I, I, I know, I, I know I'm baffled is... that it's could be my choice. Me too. But I know which way I'm leaning. I know which one, there's one I had more attachment to than the other. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I think, and I it's... think I might feel the same way. And it's Graffiti Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe we're in lockstep. This is crazy. I really didn't think we would be. Which is not to say that the, the two Jakes is the disappointment that everyone seems to think it is. I was surprised by how much I liked it this viewing. But it is a, it is a disappointment. It, 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 I think it has the most problems, and that's crazy to say in the light of Graffiti having Bridge watched a, Graffiti Bridge. It's just, a, it's just a bag of stuff on screen. Right? It's, just a, it's a Prince goodie bag opened up for everyone right. to see the interior. You know when they put, like when somebody's robbing a bank and they put a color bomb in it? <laughs> that's what Graffiti Bridge is like. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. But yeah, I think I I it's, I don't know. I mean, well, I, I think also for me, part of it that. is the surprise. Is is the surprise at what a fun watch in a batshit crazy movie I had. Yeah. But also, you're you're my control experiment because I haven't seen Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. You have, and you're still willing to to give this some play. So that's a sign that. That it's got something to recommend it, mm. even if it's not Purple Rain, because it's it's so far the opposite of the that movie the that two, precedes it. The same about the two Jakes as well, which is what I mean, you can, but I mean, it feels like it's an in kind movie. That's clearly what they're going for. Graffiti Bridge is not trying to be anything, okay. yeah, close to Purple Rain. That is better. You're right. I'm convinced. Yeah, that's a good argument. Yes. Yeah, and and there's that sense we talked about that that True Jakes is trying to is a do over of of Chinatown, which mm-hmm. is a movie that didn't need a do over, and only the people yeah, right. making it seem to think it needs a do over. So that that's a that's a black mark against it. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm all in. All right. Well, the two Jakes goes to the bottom of both our lists. We are exactly the same. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think we would be. I thought uh, Three Men might be lower for you. It should be. <laughs> I have, uh, I think. I think I like that movie a little more than you, though. You like it. You like the movie more than I do. I respect the movie more than I like it. Okay. Now, you want to do good, bad on these four? Before Not ranking, but um, let's do. Well, let's do you want to do that before it's ranking? Impli- it? It's implied in our mandate, so. Do you want to do that uh, before ranking them against the other 1990 single sequels? I, I, 
dislike that idea less? Is that what you okay, want to hear? Fine, fine. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's re-rank. Wait, re-rank or good bad? Oh, I don't know. You made it sound like it was a no. I less dislike bad the idea. idea of re-ranking less than going on to good and bad. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I don't. I have no idea what's going on. Is the rescuers down under a good movie? Yes. Okay. Very good movie. Me too. I has exactly it good. one flaw. <laughs> As previously stated. Is that a great movie? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I have to. I'd have to watch it again to make that that assessment. All right. Fine. But... Uh, it's def. It's very. It's in the very. It, it's in the high, very good category for me at the moment. All right. After a me single too. viewing. I'm gonna go ahead, and do what I don't think you're going to do, and I'm gonna call Three Men and a Little Lady a good movie. I forgive. Why don't it's... you think I'm gonna do that? I know you're not gonna do that. You know I'm not gonna do that. I well, think now so. I have to do it out of spite. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is a close call. I, I you, you're not, you, you're not too, you're not too far off the radar, but it's a close call. Are you gonna go good? It's right on the line. I think it's. Tell, convince me. Come on. Well, first of all, I think the first half of the movie is borderline. Very no, I'm gonna talk myself out of it. Jesus, there are a lot of convenient story writing in that first half. Anyway, listen. At least the story writing, though. <laughs> there is, yeah. But I find the whole movie charming. I really do. Mm. Mm. The, the, the lead actors are all charming. She's charming. There's good acting going on. Mm. There are things beyond just a generic sequel Yes, that is. that are happening in that movie. No disagreement there. And for me, all of that adds up to enough good to be a good movie, period, done, end of mm. my rant. It's no, good. No, it's not a rant at all. It's a very, very compelling. <sighs> Do the strengths of the film outplay the weaknesses? Right. And for me, it's Yeah, yes. I think they do. I think they do. All right. I think it edges it. I think it's a good movie. I thought you were going to edge the other way. I I should... I should be more cautious, but... I think the spirit of the film is... Uh, good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a... You know, I have a lot of nostalgia and affection for it. Right. No, I think, yeah, I'm I'm content to say it's I'm content to say it's good. I think, I think if this podcast has taught me everything, it's to give. To 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 give a sequel that's working at a higher level than most the benefit of the doubt. No. And I think this is. I think you're right. The 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 deciding factor for me of what you said. It it's not. It's not a lazy. Cash in sequel. Yeah. Right. It's got the the idea of a series, of a of a serial, behind it. Yeah. And that counts for a lot. All right. I I am coming to realize after seeing a lot of these films. <laughs> yeah, I'll call it a good movie. <coughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> now, what about Graffiti Bridge? What about Graffiti Bridge? Uh, <laughs> what I do mean, you do with a movie like Graffiti Bridge? What is what is the paradigm, right? What is the... Mm -hmm. <sighs> bad film. Okay. My instinct is to say bad film. I feel the same way. I'm actually closer to calling... I like this movie more. It takes more risks. So I rank it above the two Jakes, but I, and I'm not officially declaring yet. 
I, I, I think I have to call Graffiti Bridge a bad movie. Mm. But I'm closer to calling the two Jakes a good movie. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> and sure now I have to decide if I'm sure going to do that. This is not interesting to you at all. There's zero <laughs> conflict here. You're having the same thoughts with a slight it. delay between them. <laughs> it's just it's just the same person on a satellite delay. Right. Um. Yeah, I I have exactly. I just it it's it doesn't make sense as a, it doesn't make sense as a movie. It's a it's a big bag of mostly good stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously Prince is in charge, so there's going to be a lot of highlights. Right. But it doesn't translate into anything. But also, like, yeah, a lot of abstraction, I think, too. You know, there's... Yeah, and I think either more abstraction or more discipline. (laughs) It needs one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's... It's trying to tow a, a line between a, a, a simple, well-told story and a kind of abstract artwork kind mm-hmm. of a movie. Yeah. And those two fight each other too often for it to mm-hmm. be consistently good movie. But, it, I mean, so... The package that Prince is delivering is at times marvelous it is yeah visually orally sometimes even dramatically so it's it's rough i don't like to say it but um i get what you mean yeah yeah it's storytelling adjacent right (laughs) i mean i mentioned on the podcast that it didn't feel like a movie to me no and I think I still feel like that. So it feels I have like to... a continue, but it, it feels like a continuation of something you can't imagine the first half of. Right. Yeah. It feels <laughs> as though the character from the first movie had a fever yeah. dream. Yes. And that's this movie. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. But I, you know, I was right there that, along for the ride. Make it, that, that should make it better, but <laughs> the fact I think that's too much. I, I mean, what you're saying makes perfect sense, but that's headcanon, right? That, that that's not right. what. This yeah, is. you know, it's not what I, it is. I don't. The, I do not think that was the, the intent. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't. I say it's it's a, it's a bad movie. All right. But Prince is, Prince is good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Or, you know, bad meaning good. <laughs> sure. Like his rival, Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, did you know that he invited Michael Jackson over and demanded him play a ping pong game with him? And Michael was like, I've never played ping pong before. He goes, well, we're going to play. And then just whooped his ass. I can love that. Love that, that makes me want to say it's a good movie. <laughs> that anecdote. <laughs> because that that is sort of like, yeah. And that, I hate to say this, but in watching this movie, we are like Michael Jackson. We're Michael Jackson in that situation. <laughs> We've been taken to a house. <laughs> Shown something we don't understand, or particularly want, and we just had to sit there and watch Prince be very good at it. Right. <laughs> In a way that doesn't get us anywhere. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, where does that leave you for the two Jakes? Are you close on good? I think I had a much stronger what connection to it this viewing than i ever have i agree with that it felt more solid to me than it's ever felt before yeah but it doesn't get above that above sort of solid it doesn't get above serviceable at any point so that's again means it's right on the line because right i think maybe i could almost enjoy this as a sunday afternoon movie you know Mm -hmm. i think maybe it's downfall for me as it doesn't 
end well. It doesn't. It's not satisfying. Now maybe that's yeah. unfair because I'm no. I, I I want the Chinatown ending, which you're never gonna get. It's uh, maybe it's unfair to expect that level of an ending for this movie, but the ending I do get is so underwhelming that that's what yeah. I that's what I feel I'm left with is the underwhelming part. Mm. And it's probably enough for me to call it a bad movie. Yeah. And I'll, among other things, you know, you brought up... So good so, to look at. Yeah. But then so's Graffiti Bridge, and that's... <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know? Um, but there are weird choices it, in it. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. There's some tonal problems, for There's sure. some tonal problems but you mentioned. But then I can get away with them in detective films in a way you can't in... I don't know why. Yeah. It makes no sense. But I feel like... So, you know, I'm trying to think back to the big sleep, and there's some very strange moments in that, and yet it all works, works yeah, right. together really well. Um, give it another few hmm. viewings. I think I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll grow tired of it. But yeah, I don't know if more helps or not. No, I don't know if that helps or not. I don't think it's quite there. I'm going to call it a bad movie. I think I'm on the same page. Under par, with you. to borrow a golfing term. <laughs> a period golfing term. <laughs> I really came into it thinking I might call it good. Yeah. But in discussing it, I think I have to say it like it to, for me if it's bad it's it's right on the edge. It's it's barely bad. I think it is barely the big, bad. The big surprise for me, yeah, barely bad absolutely. The big surprise for me I think was how adept visually Jack Nicholson is as a filmmaker. Yeah. And also that. how understated and he can be as an actor, which I really loved watching. In 1990, for sure. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't fall into the Al Pacino trap. Except into for one scene. Well, that's not really overacting. That's just wrong acting. <laughs> that's what I mean, though. Yeah, it's a... It, yeah. I wish his director brain could have said, that's the wrong right. choice for that character. Yes. Because it's completely against odds with the way that character is for the entire rest of the movie. I love watching Guinness be a stand-up th- guy yeah. at all times. Mm-hmm. But that's In the, the thing, face like, of being given a choice to, to not be. And he's not, and, it, and he does the opposite in that scene, and I don't like it. But he does stuff like that in Chinatown. Yeah. But Polanski's much better at, at managing the two. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because he does some pretty lousy shit in that movie. Mm-hmm. But I guess Pol- Polanski has some insight into, <laughs> yeah, into, well. how to be a lo- into how to be a lousy piece of shit a and louse. get away with it your whole right. life. Yeah. Um, and still earn an Oscar. <laughs> an Oscar that you can't collect because you're wanted. Because <laughs> you can't come to the country. <laughs> Hey, any um, chance you could put that in a box and send it to me? No. No, you have to come get it. Although Nicholson, Nicholson's involved in that as well, isn't he? He's sort of like an accessory. Not legally, but anyway. Uh, wow. <laughs> don't want... Let's leave that to our, to our lawyers working out the Gladden Entertainment case. Yeah. You're giving them so much work. I know. You're just raising our billable hours. <laughs> Christ. So that was my big. So it wasn't necessarily that it was that the the movie was better than I remembered it. It was that Nicholson was a better director than I remembered him to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not enough to say that it's a good movie. All right. So now too good, too bad. Yeah. And we're in lockstep so far. What about re-ranking? Oh, this will change now. I think right. This I don't is where we diverge. Have have you? I don't remember what we were before, frankly. <laughs> I do. I listened back to that. Episode, Did you? So yeah. If I was uh, guessing, I would say I had Gremlins two at the top. Yes, you did. Probably by next was another forty eight hours. Young Guns two, Troll two. Yes. Okay. That is indeed what you did. You know yourself very well. What did you do? I did Gremlins 2, The New Batch, another 48 hours, uh, Troll 2, 
Young Guns 2. That's right. I forgot about <laughs> Yet oh, another movie I would like to go back to and what and and that this that if you remember that episode you were already starting to convince me mm-hmm. as we discussed <laughs> it. So good. Um and it's one that I might go easier on now I've seen more sequels. Young Guns, you mean? Young Guns too, yeah. Yeah. I you know, we've talked about this before. I just think that movie's so utterly watchable. I think it goes down so easy. I, 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 and I think I may have said this at the time as well, but I, I don't, again, I don't, didn't find it that watchable, but I thought there was some interesting stuff going on. All right. Now, would you still have Gremlins 2, the new batch, at the top of your list? <laughs> Because it would be so, at the top of mine. It's so difficult. Because my one criticism of that movie is exactly the kind of criticism that The Rescuers Down Under would eclipse it. <laughs> <laughs> is that it's an incoherent mess. I'm 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 there for the ride. I I am yeah I. It's still at the top of my list. But if, how, if funny, for, how if funny for no is other to... reason because of what it has to say about sequels themselves. But it's it's like almost yeah no you're absolutely conceptual uh, no no conceptually it's flawed metatextually it is one of the best yeah movies ever. Um, in a sense, you're like you're sort of like you're trying you're evaluating. Disney against Looney Tunes, almost. <laughs> right, You're right, yeah. Because I mean that's reductive, but yes. Adjacent. Yeah. Your Looney Tunes adjacent to Disney adjacent, like Disney don't even. You know, yeah, right. Disney have disowned Rescuers Down Under. So. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm still gonna keep Gremlins at the top. All right. But it sounds like we're both probably going to put the rescuers yeah. underneath it, right? Yeah. Okay. It deserves at least that. It probably deserves better. But. It, it... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I'm, I'm, I'm stumped. I was gonna say, compared to Gremlins two, it's too straightforward. What does that mean? <laughs> Meaningless. It's just verbiage. Nonsense. It's redundant. It can never be too straightforward. You know what that movie is? Too straightforward and too many faces. <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like Leonard Moulton complaining about faces while gremlins eat him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, want to yeah, talk you out still... of it, though. Yeah, Gre- Gre- gremlins 2, the new batch, is, I mean, it as as a sequel has so much going on. Yeah. That it deserves to be at the top of the list. All right. Despite confusion. Well, now, where do you go after Rescuers Down Under? It seems like we're both around, like, do you keep another 48 hours or do you slide three men and a little lady yeah. into that spot? Well, they're, they're both, yeah, they're, they're both middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not middle of the road, but their strengths and weaknesses are more or less kept in balance. I'd say. I'll agree with that. They have, you know, hits and misses, peaks and troughs that just about balances out. Um, I'm going to keep another 48 hours. I'm going to slide three men and a little lady. Good. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I just don't think it doesn't feel right to give that movie more props than I've already given it. I get it. Um, but the things I reacted positively to in that movie, 
I reacted really positively to. So, and there, they, it has more of them than for another forty-eight hours ever does. Although I think another forty-eight hours is just sort of like you said, it's a middle-of-the-road movie. But it's Walter Hill. I mean, it's a very competently made movie. Yeah. And I really, also, I, I, yeah. I really like it that earns, movie. Also, uh, if you're comparing the two against each other, one earns its trash status; the other just becomes trash. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to elevate the one that 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 embraces its own trashiness, okay, rather than succumbs to it. That's it. that that argument could almost sway me. Yeah, but it's I not going to. Say, I thought you were going to say that argument could apply to any film we've ever done, <laughs> <laughs> which would have also been true. Yeah, that's true. I could pull that out of my pocket on any occasion to justify the nonsense I speak. Yeah. Um. No. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick. Okay. It's. Just, I'm. I, I won't. I'm not gonna twist. I'm gonna stick. What and happened? so now, but, now but, we. But three, but three men and a baby is next. Okay, that was me. my next question. So, we've done our top. How and many a little lady, I'm sure you meant to say. <laughs> Anyone listening to this show will be like, "Of course, these two forgot about four 1990 single sequels. They can't even remember it when they're talking about it." <laughs> Jackass one and two. Yeah. Now we get into a weird place. It's called Nyborg. Yeah, do you do you uh well, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna piss on the hospitality of that movie, but um I will. <laughs> I mean, so you got well, trolls so, too. So everything, but you said Young Guns Two is a good movie. I did. No, we're not talking good or bad. Hang on, <laughs> where is the field? I'm in a vortex of. <laughs> this is like three years of. It's hard to keep this all straight. I'll tell you that much. It is hard have, to keep this. We all have straight. four movies left. So we just got. We're ranking. We're ranking. We're the just top ranking. Okay. This should be easy. Ugh, Nothing you is say riding so. on this. But we've got, we've got Graffiti Bridge and the yeah. Two Jakes, along right. with Young Guns Two, and Troll Two. So and it's funny because next on your list are the two bad shit crazy movies. So which yeah. bad shit crazy movie do you appreciate more? Oh, Graffiti Bridge, but. I, I like that I can just put them together. So, so in order, you because would they be... do. You're right. They go hand in hand. Yeah, I put right. Graffiti Bridge over over Trolls Two, for sure. But I also think about them in the same way. So yeah, next on the list, Graffiti Bridge, and then then Trolls Two. Okay. I still like Young Guns Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so you got next. I would go Graffiti Bridge same? after that. Okay. And then the question for me is Troll 2 or the two Jakes? The, the, the two twos. This is a dilemma <laughs> that only the two of us will ever face. I know. Um, it's like it's like we're in a blockbuster circa 1993 looking at two. <laughs> like, is it Troll 2? <laughs> I don't know. To two Jakes? It's like, you know, we have movies from other years. Yeah, exactly. And I feel bad because I, I I, feel bad putting either of these movies 7th or 8th, except that they have to be as far as I'm concerned. These, okay. You know, I had a really good time watching Troll 2. Yeah. Oh, well, that goes for all of them. Yeah. You know what? I had a. I think I had a better time watching Troll 2, so I would put Troll 2 next, and then I'd end with The Two Jakes. That seems so pejorative against The Two Jakes, though. I really enjoyed watching that movie this round. Yeah. I really did. But Well, it's a, then it's a high standard. Yeah. It's last out of the eight for me. Okay. Now, 
I've already forgotten what I just did. So I you uh, ha- you have the two Jakes and Young Guns two left. I I think you have the two Jakes next, followed by Young Guns two. But you tell no, me. No, I'm gonna flip it. Oh! You never cease to surprise me. Uh, but I'm coming in. It's because I'm coming in after having heard the episode. Okay. That we did on Young Guns two. And reminding myself of that I should give that movie more play. And knowing that kind of me and the two Jakes, this, this is as good as it's ever going to get. <laughs> That's great. You know what I mean? It's sort of like relationships in a good place can only be harmed with spending more time together. <laughs> Whereas I feel like a relationship with Young Guns 2 will grow the if I gave it another chance. Mm-hmm. All right. So, there you have it. There you have it. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm not going to what, run back. Whatever we just did. Whatever we what, just said is, is the order. What it is. <laughs> Rewind the I'm episode not, back not. to when we said the things. <laughs> because I have no fucking idea what that ranking is. If you ask me now, it will be completely different. I know. You no, know, I think I'll so, put so... the two Jakes at the top. <laughs> no, okay, so we got we got we're both Gremlins. So we both two, have Gremlins too, followed by the rescuers. Followed by the rescuers. Then you go three men and a little lady. I do, followed by another forty eight hours. And you I go them. another forty eight hours followed by three men and a little lady. Yeah. And that's all I remember. Um... <laughs> My long-term memory is better than my short-term memory. Is what then I go Graffiti me. Bridge, and I think you do too. Yeah, I go Graffiti Bridge, Troll 2, Young Guns 2, The Two Jakes. And I go Graffiti Bridge, Young Guns 2, Troll 2, The Two Jakes. I'm very impressed you put Troll 2 above uh, The Two Jakes. Thank you. That means that movie has grown for you as well in the past yeah. few years. I'd like to watch that movie again. <laughs> I, we should do it as a watch along. Okay. Because it bears no resemblance. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a... it, it, it fits that criteria better yeah. than, than the one we were using it for. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. You want to pitch a little something? We start to do good and bad. Don't we? No. no well, we already did it. Well, we've already, yeah, we've already declared. That's right. We don't have to redeclare the the front half. No, we don't. I'm not changing. <laughs> whatever yeah, I said on anything. Whatever I said, I stand by. Yeah, that's how I feel about it as well. <laughs> yeah, let's let's. But, uh, uh, you could just do a you know a flash pitch, a little quick pitch. Okay. What would you? Which movie would you pitch? <laughs> uh, I've got potential pitches for two of them. Two of the new four. Well, I did my job. I mean, they're no Gremlins, but... (laughs) (laughs) Which I double down on now. Now that... Because it's about zombies and post The Last of Us, there's even more interest in zombies now. So I think it's even got more of a chance of being made than it had when we pitched it as a Walking Dead... Uh, well played, pastiche. well played. There'll be more. There'll be more crying gay men in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Last of Us. I just I know about. You what just I know of about. that. Yeah. I, I I know everyone was moved by that. That's all. I, I haven't watched it either, but it's on the list. Everyone was terribly moved by that episode. I think it's episode three. See, isn't it crazy that we both know that and neither of us have seen it? (laughs) I know. That tells you everything you need to know about media today. Yep. (laughs) All right, what's your pitch? Uh, Again, this is just a thumbnail. Quick, yeah. Um... (laughs) One man... uh, Well, I've I've actually changed it based on my... um, based on uh, the mistake I made earlier. 
Mm. The pitch is now called um, One Man and Three Little Babies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the basic idea is, what's Tom Selleck's character's name? He's uh, Peter. Peter. Yeah. And what's Nancy Travis's name? Sylvia. Sylvia. Uh, (laughs) Sylvia, they're married. Sylvia gets pregnant. They go back to America. Sylvia gets pregnant. Triplets. So... Oh, triplets! Wow. It's a, it's about Peter trying to raise three babies, and that obviously means Mary. Uh, they decide that they're gonna. They're gonna utilize the, the the trio in a different way by having Mary go live with Ted Danson. So it's about the the two of them kind of. What's that movie, uh, Curly Sue? I know there'll be no crime involved, but it's that kind of like. You know, like yeah. movies about movies where you're living. Sorry, a uh, James Belushi vehicle, Curly yeah. Sue. Yeah, but movie. You know that that'll be that'll. I'm gonna say that part of the movie will be. <laughs> did you say 1990? Did it have a sequel? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that we need to cover. It, that part of the movie will be about, um, you know, a young person living with an adult who they are more mature than. Could be 91. Um, Sorry, I'm interrupting. Whereas, you know, the... So it'll be... The movie will be... We had to, yeah, 91. The, to paraphrase Seinfeld, we'll find something for Steve Gutenberg to do. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so half the movie will be Peter's learning how to be a father to, to three Now, why is she babies. going to Ted Danson? No, Mary. Mary is... Oh, Mary they're like, is. Oh, okay. they're like we got. It's like we have. You know, we're gonna have three babies. We're gonna have our hands full. Get the Why, fuck out during the pe- during the period that <laughs> that's not you nice. Know, like, well, no, but it makes. But it's like, it's like you know, we've got our hands full. Now you know you can you live with Mary and and you know get closer to her. So that's uh, that's one man and three little babies. All right. Um. The Should I do mine one. before you do yeah, your second? Because yeah, mine's a three men two. Oh, three men two? Is that the name of it? No, no, no. Uh, I went for the obvious, the three men and a bride. Okay. So in mine, I think I'm setting it right now. Because that would Ooh. mean that Mary's like 35 years old. Tom Selleck is the police commissioner of New York. <laughs> of course. Uh, so I have it that Sylvia Steve died. Steve Gutenberg's doing cameo videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in mine, Sylvia has died off screen. Oh, what? Yep. Oh, Stick the knife Lord. in. And all the men had <laughs> kind of broken up. She because... didn't deserve that. <laughs> what did she die of? Cancer. They're all older than she is. Cancer. <laughs> What is cancer on I like how you were shouting it as if that was somehow less cold blooded. <laughs> you know what really convinces people I'm not cold blooded when I shout cancer? <laughs> I imagine I can throw the cancer at you. <laughs> and you swallow it. Yeah. So Sylvia has died. The men had split up because both Peter and Michael had gotten married. Okay. Which one's and... Michael? Steve Gutenberg? Wait. Did I say Peter? <laughs> yeah, oh. but I was asking about Michael. Because Peter is <laughs> Peter's Tom Selleck, isn't it? So you Peter's told not... me that. I don't know. I've only got your word on that. I don't know. <laughs> Tom You're Selleck asking is me Peter. to, to confirm something I no. didn't know 15 minutes ago. <laughs> it's Jack. Jack and Michael got married. So okay. Ted Danson and Gutenberg got married. They yeah. also have both gotten divorced. Oh. So now Mary... This <laughs> is getting a bit... Hang on. Mary is going to get married. They're not getting the feel good from this. Hang on. Mary is getting married. 
And she wants, uh, of course, all three men to be there. Michael, Steve Gutenberg's character, has kind of, you know, it's not that he's not involved, but he's drifted a bit further away from mm-hmm. the pack. <laughs> and part of that is because, like, I he's have not this. not as big a star as the other two. There's that. But I also have this idea of what it would feel like to be Michael, and there's a biological father, and then a very real loving relationship with a stepfather, yeah. and he feels kind of isolated. Probably that's why he got married, even if it was to the wrong woman. And mm. so there's a regression there. They have to kind of bring him back into the fold. And he could he could of course just remind them that, you know, without him the world would have ended due to nuclear war. <laughs> so you won't, you pro- won't let it go. I'm your earth saving father. <laughs> That's fantastic. Look it up, everyone. Look it up. <laughs> uh, at any rate, so Tom Selleck has never remarried because he loved Sylvia so much and right. he, he just wanted to focus on Mary. And I kind of had this vague idea that, like, they didn't have another child because he ended up finding out that he couldn't have children. So okay. it's just Mary and his life. And so I believe that T- Tom Selleck is impotent. I know. Such a virile looking man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's in the script. <laughs> Like that Disney executive we were talking about. I don't care what kind of movie you're making. This is what we do here. Every character is impotent, I tell you. Yeah. Well, I, I this is kind of where I got roadblocked. I started thinking of, you know, maybe a wedding planner who all three men are interested in and you have sort of the... Played by Martin. Oh, I see. A female. You know, I was going to say. A female. No, yeah. Not Martin Short. Not played by Martin Short. No. Unless you want to go really... Right. You know. But what I was thinking was, was that they're all going to be men of a certain age. What are they, 70, 75 now, at least? Really? All of them? Probably. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> but... This is the most depressing sequel I've ever. I've ever <laughs> what it's gonna be is they're to they're gonna end up coming back together and living together, so they can all die in the same room. Yes. <laughs> they three re- men a, they three reunite men a funeral. They reunite their. <laughs> so what the idea was? They reunite their family so that we mm. could then start. A Golden Girls type television show, except for oh. these three guys. Well, I'm signed up for that. As Thank you. you. Could well imagine. So, three men well, and I a bride. Gotta ask. I gotta ask. Mm-hmm. Who's Rose? Who's Blanche? <laughs> well, Blanche Who's is Dorothy? Tom Selleck. Oh no! This, I do. <laughs> no wait, Dorothy not Tom Selleck. Blanche is Ted Danson. Dorothy yes. is Tom Selleck. So that right. means that Steve Gutenberg is Rose, and I we, guess we, Sheila and, Hancock is Suf- Sophia. Yeah, we need we need a we need a Sophia. That was easier to <laughs> easier to match than I thought it was going to be. I know there right. really is only one right answer, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there uh, you have it: three men and a bride. Three men and a bride. Go, uh, go second pitch comes with a Samaritan helpline on <laughs> in the credits of There'll be hijinks. I thought how <laughs> that's, far... that's not that bad. I heard no hijinks. There was just, cancer, there was just, divorce, just, and then there was death. Just as a little gift for you, I did think briefly, you know how the three men and a little lady starts with that sped up sort of yeah. recap of what's been going on. Could you imagine a sped up recap of like Tom Selleck in the hospital petting his dying wife? Oh. Dying <laughs> See, now you're making it better. Yeah. <laughs> like a sped up um, 
<laughs> like a spec, like two attorneys speedily yeah. drawing and it would up be the all the terrible things. It's like you see Ted Danson get married, you see Gutenberg get married, but then you see the fights and the divorces and the the closing the door and goodbyes. It could yeah. still work if it, you slowed it down at those moments. So every all the good stuff is sped up, and then all the all, all the, the bad, bad stuff, stuff is we linger down. on for a while. Yeah. All right, in slow mo. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's a yeah. lot to take in. You heard me. Um. Well, again, it's only really a partial pitch, uh, and it's 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 really just a title with a few ideas attached to it. Of what okay. the title All right. could mean. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that as no different from the other pictures I do. Um, it's a sequel to the Two Jakes mm. uh, called Three Jacks, and it's set in 1960 during the presidential election, mm. and a uh, a, a shell corporation created by Richard Nixon contracts Jake Giddis to oh, get nice. photos of a of a philandering Jack Kennedy Jack while he's Kennedy? In, nice while he's in um L, while he's in LA for a, a campaign stop delightful J- Jake doesn't obviously doesn't know a la Watergate that Nixon is behind this uh the is you know the, person. the subterfuge right he yeah as far as he knows it's just an ind- he's just an independent contractor uh trying to get pictures of a guy's wife who's cheating on him but he doesn't know he it's rec- a presidential candidate well once he sees the photographs obviously he you know he recognizes Jack Kennedy's faces everywhere he he understands what's going on hmm. um and of course, well, not necessarily of course, but I'm making the decision that uh, if one of the one of the women that he will be um, philandering with is uh, uh, Catherine Mulvihill. So you're gonna bring her back. I'm gonna bring her back. Yeah. All right. Um. So, but about halfway through the film, we uh, we find out that what what the commission that he's in fact been sent on is uh a Jack Kennedy lookalike so he's being conned from both sides he's being hired mm-hmm. under false oh, pretenses wow. and it's not even Jack Kennedy um so Guinness doesn't take he, that right so there's there's two Jack Kennedys and one Jack Guinness <laughs> Um, I believe the uh, third movie was going to be titled Giddis versus Giddis. As in he was divorcing his wife. Oh, I was going to say that as a joke, but that's what actually the movie's about. Are you joking? No, that was the the planned title for the third movie. What, in tribute to Kramer versus Kramer? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so yeah, so I haven't really thought Past that. that, but obviously, obviously, as with the other two films, it'll be about unraveling the conspiracy whilst trying to protect Catherine, uh, Catherine's reputation, and all of it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've given you plenty to digest. Yeah. You've got rankings. You've got re-rankings. You've got good, bad, and pitches. Yep. Holy shit. It was a, 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 a everything sequel Horner Plenty. <laughs> Cornucopia of uh, yeah, right? sequel delights. A real treasure. With two E's. <laughs> so you're going to have to tell us what you think. Where do you rank all eight 1990s <laughs> And while you're at it, tell us what we think. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We may have we may have forgotten the decisions we've previously yeah, I'll made. Say. Oh, I'm I'm a sh- I'm I'm quite quite sure we both will forget this by tomorrow. 1990 was quite a year for sequels. It was. 
And we've only covered the single sequel part of that. I know, right? We've still got some some uh, in- sequel installments to, to oh, cover man. from that year. At least one that I can think of right now. What is it? Godfather 3. Of course. Yeah, good call. Oh, what a treat it will be to get to those. And and like that movie, <laughs> and as Al Pacino says in that movie, just when they thought we were out, they pulled yep. us back in. Yep, yep, yep. Fredo! <laughs> out the belly, fuck! No one remembers that bit of the scene, do they? <laughs> Calm down, would you? <laughs> no one remembers Al Pacino wandering around his kitchen, randomly shouting, Out the belly, you fuck! No, I think we all remember it. <laughs> oh, we've all tried to repress. We've not. Yeah. We've not continued to quote it for good reason. Right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you'll have to tell us what you think about all this nonsense. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us that email to everythingsequel at gmail dot com. His name is Tom Stewart. He's from Lonesome Whistle Productions. Michael Shantz here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. When you hear us next. A whole brand new series coming at you. Say goodbye, Tom. Cowabunga! (laughs) Eat my shorts. Perfect. Perfect.